0: All right, guys, let's get right to it. Today, September 15th, 2020, Apple had one heck of an event all about iPad, Apple Watch, and iOS. So let's talk about it. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? All right, guys, so as you know, 2020 is one heck of a year. We've had this pandemic going on. Yep, that's still a thing. So it's been prompting all of these keynotes and presentations by all of the big companies, Samsung, Apple, and more. We've been doing those online, and honestly, they've been pretty darn good. So CEO of Apple, Tim Cook, started us off and let us know that some of the first updates that they were going to be talking about today were about Apple Watch. So, of course, of course, the first update, the first talking point was about Watch OS 7. So, of course, if you've been following along in any of the beta channels or been looking at the internet (laughs) in relation to Apple, people lose their freaking mind over every update that's happening throughout the summer leading up to the latest and greatest OS revision. So, WatchOS 7 is going to be getting a sleep tracking app, a hand washing app, and a VO2 max calculator, which can be indicative of overall health. So, let's talk about Apple Watch Series 6, shall we? Now, this guy is going to start off at $399. bucks. we are going to get a few new cases. Blue, Graphite product red and a couple of more now the big thing here is when they showed the watch flipping over so it's actually going to have a blood oxygen sensor so this is going to be partnered with three additional studies to kind of help things out and like i said that extra sensor is going to help get additional data and of course all of this data is going to be stored locally it's not going to be transmitted to anyone because you know how apple gets down with privacy that is number one now it's going to include an s6 chip which is based on the a13 bionic and it's going to be faster than the previous generation it's going to be 2.5 times broader outdoors it's going to have a continuous altimeter, meaning that you're going to be able to track your elevation changes as you're hiking up steep hills and mountains and stuff like that at a glance. And of course, we're going to be getting brand new watch faces and brand new Apple Watch bands. Now, Apple Watch Series 6. Sounds sounds like a lot, right? It's the usual, it's the usual cascade of updates. This is more of a minor revision. Once again, starting out at $399. Now, typically you go into the Apple Watch app, you set that guy up, and you're good to go. You have to have that iPhone. But now we're kind of branching out a little bit. We're going to have family setup, which still requires an iPhone to start. You pair it with your phone, but here's the thing. First and foremost, you can buy an Apple Watch now. Give it to someone elderly in your family. Give it to a kid. And heck, it's great because, number one, you have to have the cellular model for this. And this is called family setup. You pair it with your phone. They have their own number, so therefore they can call certain people in a a communications list. They have, you can do auto notifications for location and they even have a school time mode. So that is all around family setup, kind of branching away from the phone. But once again, you still have to have an iPhone to do that initial setup. However, you can act completely independently without it. Moving on, Apple Watch SE, 279 bucks. So this you can basically look at the Apple Watch SE as an Apple Watch Series 5. It is very close. It has the S5 chip, the same larger display, the same accelerometer, gyroscope, etc., as the Apple Watch Series 6. Now, Apple Watch Series 3 has been reduced once again to 199 bucks. Absolutely phenomenal. They're looking to go carbon neutral by 2030, and this is going to be one of the first Apple devices that does not come with a power brick, so gotta talk about that, gotta talk about that, because here's the thing, (laughs) I actually had a Twitter conversation with people about this, and for me i'm an enfranchised apple watch user i've had an apple watch since series zero since before they started giving them series numbers i had the very first apple watch then i bought series three then i bought series five here's the thing for me i don't care i do not care about the power brick but what about those new users what about those new users And basically, here's how I equated it. Let's just say you get a shiny new toy on Christmas. This this has happened to us all, right? You've got a new truck, a new red, shiny fire truck. You press the button, nothing happens. It's Christmas, nothing is open. Oh, well, somebody is about to go to Walgreens, buy some batteries, and then bring it so that you can operate your stupid fire truck. And unfortunately, this is the same predicament that I feel like Apple is putting new users of this watch in. Now, of course you can plug it into a computer, but it might be a little slower. You really don't know about the power delivery. So I feel like while this is a good thing, it might not be good for new users. And I feel like it should be some some type of check mark, some type of tick where you can select it and still get one if you need it. Now, of course, we got a couple new things. Apple Fitness Plus. Basically, this is gonna turn your Apple Watch into a fitness subscription. So, we're gonna be starting out at $9.99 a month or $79 a year, and you get three months free with the new watch, and it's gonna be accessible to families. So, essentially, what you can do you start this beautiful workout on your Apple Watch. It's going to be starting. You can throw it to your Apple TV. And it's going to be curated workouts with great fitness stars throughout the world. They're going to have playlists which are going to be booming through Apple Music. So look, look at the ecosystem here. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. And here's the thing i subscribe to beach body on demand and i'm sure lots of people like have peloton and stuff like this this is going to throw apple directly into that mix people that are paying that crazy how much per month do we pay for a peloton maybe like 40 or 50 bucks or like beach body on demand is 100 bucks a year This is going to put workouts on your iPad, on your iPhone, on your Apple TV that are being tracked by your Apple Watch all for one low price with the tie in of being able to export the playlist that you're listening to from into Apple Music and so so forth. I think this is pretty freaking cool now. You notice that I talked about that tie-in, that tie-in. So we have one new service, Apple Fitness Plus, but then you have that tie-in to Apple Music. And it's all about the tie-in. So let's go ahead and go to the next big thing. And probably this is probably one of my favorite things that was announced today. Alright, so time to talk about the big, little, huge announcement. The bundle in the room. Apple One. So first and foremost, this is kind of like a mix and match of Apple's services. And of course, I have to go ahead and let you guys know that Spotify came out with the press release saying that this is jacked up and Apple shouldn't be allowed to do this. That's a bunch of crap. Now, first and foremost... According to The Verge, this, this is this is so great. This is so great. So it's a long rumored bundle bringing together Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple News Plus, and iCloud storage. So there are three types of bundles: you could do individual, family, and premiere. So let's look at individual. So for fourteen dollars and ninety-five cents, fifteen bucks for fifteen bucks a month. As an individual, you get Apple Music, Apple TV+, Apple Arcade, and 50 gigabytes of iCloud storage. Now, family is that same thing, but you get 200 gigabytes of iCloud storage. Then, for the Premiere, for 30 bucks a month, you get music tv arcade iCloud news plus and fitness plus so we go 15 for the individual 20 for the family and the same thing and then 30 for the premiere so to me this is really really cool this is really really cool because Now, I do say, and I still stand by this, and most technology reviewers and analysts will say the same thing, Apple is being a little bit greedy with the amount of iCloud storage that they give out. Honestly, just bump this stuff up to 200 gigabytes or 500 or or something. Even, I, I don't know. I will say... I will say what's great about Premiere is that you get two terabytes of iCloud storage, which is absolutely phenomenal. So like I said, this whole ecosystem build out that Apple has been doing has been really, really good. It's a long time coming for Apple One to have some type of bundle. And I certainly think that it's going to pay off. At least they're hoping that it's going to pay off. So moving on to the last part of the show iPad. So they released an iPad 8th generation with updated specs from the last one for $329. Price remains the same and 299 educational discount. Now, iPad Air. Heck yeah, folks. Heck yeah. Complete redesign and basically you can take a look so if you have an iPad Pro, you know what? Pull over, I know I say this a lot, but you need to see what I'm talking about. Pull the heck over, take out your phone, look up iPad Pro. Now, essentially what you're going to do is that you're going to remove the LiDAR from the back, you're going to remove one of the cameras, boom! You have the brand new iPad Air. This guy has USB-C, a 10.9 inch liquid retina display, Wi-Fi 6, you can use the magic keyboard. It comes in five colors. It's flexing the A14 bionic chip, which will likely be in the new iPhone, and and sporting touch ID integrated into the power button. Hmm, Will this be in the new iPhone? We really don't know. So we don't have face ID on this, so that's gonna be one cost cutter. But honestly, at this point, Who really needs an iPad Pro? Now, I will say this guy is starting off at $599 bucks, $600 for the 64 gigabyte option. Now, this might've been an Insta purchase if it was $499, but the $599 is definitely a little bit steeper. Now, once again, we have iPad Pro, which is out here as well. And to me, you're dealing with an extra camera lidar bigger screens the new ipad air uses the same up updated apple pencil so it's using generation two of the apple pencil the one that starts out for 129 dollars i just do not see how ipad pro can even still be a starter unless you want the 12.9 unless you want the largest screen size that you can get on a tablet from apple to me that's really the only reason that i can see anyone springing for an ipad pro you still get apple pencil you still have access to the magic keyboard the beautiful articulating keyboard i just feel like this is the way to go this This is a very, very, very exciting piece of hardware. And then, of course, at the very end, guess what was tacked on? If you are listening to this podcast on September 16th, 2020, you're likely listening to it on an updated iOS device. Yep. iOS 14, iPadOS 14 dropping. September 16th, 2020. Absolute madness. This is great. This is great. And honestly, all in all, this was a really, really solid event put on by Apple. It ran basically an hour and five minutes. They were in. They were out. They gave us the facts. They gave us lots of cool things and what so here's the thing i know that a lot of people when it comes to apple events they want the most amount of things ever but here's the thing and i tweeted about this sometimes you don't need a new apple watch every year sometimes you don't need a new ipad every year this is to get people into the ecosystem because honestly there's really no reason for anyone to upgrade their devices every year and I think what Apple has built so far with the new iPad Air and Apple Watch Series 6 for people that maybe have like the Series 3 and they want to update, these are great. These are great options. And honestly, iOS 14 is going to breathe some life into these devices. Apple One is going to do excellent for creating new revenue streams for Apple. So, hmm, seems like a solid event to me. So, guys, What did you guys think about it? Tweet me at Dexter underscore Johnson. Let's keep the conversation rolling. And until next time, I'll holler at you. Thank you for listening to another episode of In The Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode and follow me on twitter at dexter underscore johnson and most importantly stay tuned for future episodes until next time